Hello, everybody, and welcome to Corona Quandaries, the podcast where we will explore the lives of everyday people, but learn things about people that you don't hear every day. I'm your host, Tony Mastricola, and I am here with my aunt. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yes. Hello, Tony. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for coming on. So I am, yeah. So, uh, so what was your question again? I'm sorry. Introduce myself. If you would want to so introduce yourself, what I you do, am, how old are you? What? Yeah. So I am, I'm 42 years old. I am a wife and mother of three and I am a leadership development consultant. So what that means is I go into organizations from manufacturing to technology, to banking, to any industry you, you can really think of. And I go in and I work with leaders and help them with their leadership development. So I work with CEOs all the way down to frontline leaders. And I've been doing um, that, is that for gonna, four years. Uh, is that going to be like more of a organize how they run things or are you literally going in and helping them with their work and stuff like that? So I go in and help them specifically with their leadership skills. So oh, how, okay. so yeah. So how to have difficult conversations when someone's not meeting expectations, how do I have that conversation? How do I just, and, and I know it probably sounds silly, but how do I treat people? And how mm-hmm. I work and interact with them day in and day out. Yeah. So, uh, so before inter- I did, yeah. So just to say before I did this, because I've been doing this for four years, before I started doing this, I was in human resources for 20 years. And then mm-hmm. I made the switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of uh, COVID-19, what is something that's really changed right off the bat, like the most significant change that you've had to do uh, in terms of work? Yeah. So a lot of the work that I do is in person. So I facilitate workshops. I do my, I do coaching with leaders as well. A lot of it's done in person. So Mm -hmm. for me, my work has all but halted. I've done a little bit of coaching via phone and via Zoom um, other than that, I mean, a lot of my work is in, is, is in person. So I, that's ultimately it stopped. Yeah. Um, so that's been so that's been quite a change. And so, you know, for the work part, that's slowed down a lot in terms of the family part. Of course, that's increased. So I'm I'm homeschooling my three children. They're in sixth grade, fourth grade, and second grade. Um, so I've been homeschooling them then uh, throughout the week. And yeah, so even though personal has, it, yeah, even though work has slowed down, the family stuff has increased. Yeah. And for yeah. your family, what, what is, um, similar question to work, what's something that's changed besides, of course, spending more time with them because you're at home with work? What's something else that has changed or like a daily routine that you've kind of gotten used to because we're being, everyone's having to be quarantined, staying at home and spending more time with each other? Yeah. So yeah, that's a really good question. So I would say that what's changed quite a bit is we are a pretty intense sports family. So Mm -hmm. 
some spring and summertime is a huge time of year. You know, my oldest is in baseball. My youngest is in really kind of whatever sport, you know, we can get them in. My middle is, you know, in really anything as well. But, you know, baseball during spring and summer is pretty big. So for us that, I mean, that's just stopped. So for us, it's slowed down a lot in terms of the sports and kind of the, the, the extracurricular activities. Um, and that's been really difficult, mm-hmm. I would say, because, you know, my oldest enjoys sports, he needs that outlet. And so that's been at the beginning, that was really tough. So that was a huge change for us. It felt uneasy. It felt uncomfortable. Um, now I would say, you know, fast forward now that we've been in, you know, um, safer at home for what is it? The fourth or fourth, fifth week now, mm-hmm. um, we, we have more of a routine. And so it's a little bit more, um, comfortable, I guess you could say. Um, and, and it's really, you know, even though we miss the sports and all of that, that's just such a huge part of our life in in the summertime. Um, I have to say, you know, my husband and I have both said we've enjoyed this quieter time because it's it has encouraged us to spend more time with family. And of course, that's that's a blessing in and of itself. So, yeah, I would say that's probably the two biggest things work mm-hmm. and then just kind of the whole personal and and just how sports has, which is such a huge part of, part of our family is just not right now. Yeah. Especially with, um, with kids, your age, their main Mm -hmm. source of entertainment is going outside, playing with friends, going to the park, maybe going to the YMCA, playing basketball or something, but you can't really do that anymore. You have to find your own source Mm -hmm. of entertainment. Yeah. Which which a lot of people aren't used to. They're used to being able to go places as a society. That's the whole purpose of society is we can all interact with each other. But all of that has been thrown out the window. We all have to stay home. We all have to be careful who we interact, even personal family and stuff. You have to be careful how far, if they've traveled, if you have traveled, who like uh, maybe someone might be sick in your family and be more susceptible to coronavirus. You have to be careful seeing them. It's just crazy how much has changed and how we have to think about every little thing we do in our lives. Yeah. And just how you interact with each other now too is so different because even when you go to the grocery store or, you know, when I'm, I'm heading out to get something, there's always in the back of your mind of, you know, got to make sure that I sanitize, got to make sure that I clean my grocery cart. You know, does this person, you know, have they been anywhere? And I just don't know what you start to, you know, kind of have the self-talk to yourself that that you just didn't have, you know, Mm -hmm. six weeks ago. So that in itself has been, yeah, it's been different. Absolutely. Uh, has there been anything that's really surprised you throughout this whole coronavirus quarantine few uh, like month or so? Has there anything that's really surprised you or caught you off guard? For me personally? Yes, you personally. You mean or just in general? Me personally. In term, maybe um, family or work, social life, anything really. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'll just share one thing that's probably surprised me the most. And this is, and it actually isn't personal. It's for work. So what surprised me the most is, so as I said earlier, I, I work with leaders, I work with them, you know, and how they 
behave, interact, and communicate with other human beings, really. And what I what has really surprised me during this time is there's been a number of people that I work with and leaders that I work with that have, in essence, left their people alone. So as you know, there's, you know, there's a lot of us that are working from home. Some companies that I work with, their employees are still going into work because they're production-based. So they're mm-hmm. taking different precautions, but they're still people going to manufacturing plants. But what I have found that's been so interesting is that there's been a number of, of leaders that I work with that have been pulling back and are tending to leave their people alone. For example, you know, there was a leader I was working with last week that had said, yeah, I haven't really talked with or checked in with one of my direct reports and how he's been doing because I just don't want to bother him. And he's at home and he's working and I just, you know, I don't want to feel like I'm, you know, stepping on his toes. And I was just so, so surprised by that because my first thought was, bother him, (laughs) you know, make sure he's okay. Make sure that, Mm -hmm. you know, he's adapting well, make sure that, you know, if there's anything that, that he or she needs from you, that, that you're doing that for, for them. So I would say that's probably been the biggest surprise for me. And I think it's just because this is so different for everyone that they just don't know how to behave, interact, or specifically for the people that I, that I work with, how to lead differently. I, th- I think yeah. that's just been the surprising part for me. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. so used to, like- everyone is so used to being in a routine of their everyday lives, go to work, do this. When that changes, uh, people kind of freak out. I've noticed a lot yeah. of people don't really know what to do. Uh, like I know my mom has been doing online teaching and she comes home and tells about, tell about uh, parents who, can't find this assignment that's brought home or they can't get into their zoom meetings and it doesn't work right away or something changes. And it moment one thing changes in daily lives. People have to know exactly what's going on. They need to be told what to do. Otherwise, if they have to do something on their own, they kind of collapse. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 Change is a big, is a big deal for people. Yeah. There's a number of different emotions that just inevitably surface, you know, in the face of any type of change. And of course, you know, this whole COVID-19 is, is no different. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so obviously most people kind of are hope, not kind of, most people are hoping that this will get better soon. There's talk that we're starting to flatten the curve, quote unquote, flatten the curve. Um, things mm-hmm. seem to be getting better. Um, in terms of hopes and aspirations moving forward past this, what's something either personally or as a society that you hope changes in the future after we've gone through something where we have to be quarantined for this long, gone through something like Corona? Yeah. So that's a really good question too, because, you know, I think that's a question that a lot of families are asking themselves. So my husband and I have talked about before, you know, since now we've been home with our children for four to five weeks and what it, and we've made some good, you know, we've not good and different routines with each other. Obviously we're just spending more time together. So we've actually had the conversation about, you know, what are we going to take away from this experience that when things to start to open and, you know, he starts to go back to work and I start to go back to work too. What are some things that we're going to take from this time 
and continue going forward? Mm -hmm. And we haven't really had the answer to that yet. So I'll get back to you on that. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I think there's a number of different things. I think that, that as families, I think we can learn and take away from it. You know, my hope as a society and, and just personally is that, you know, as humans, that we all come out of this as better people, uh, more understanding, more kind, mm-hmm. loving, compassionate, more empathetic, because we've all experienced this together now. I would hope that through the end of this, we are all better equipped to be better humans mm-hmm. with each other. Um, I would say that's probably my, my biggest hope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's obviously, we've seen that in terms of uh, seeing how the media is covering things like toilet paper shortages. I've seen videos of uh, two ladies fighting over who gets the last thing of toilet paper. Uh, I've seen people stealing things out of other people's carts. And uh, right now, especially right now, caring and being compassionate and trying to help other people is a very important aspect of everyone's lives. And I feel like that's a very good point. A lot of people should be uh, remembering to keep that even after this whole thing blows over, keep that throughout the rest of their lives and how they treat everyone and not just in moments where we absolutely need it. Right. Right. Um, obviously our lives are going to be different after this. Uh, is there anything, if you could say to your future self, I guess you kind of answered, uh, this question with the last one, but is there anything to your future self that you'd like to remember or say or have your future self know after this whole thing blows over? Yeah. You know, so that's, I, I love that question because it's a question that I've asked others as well is that, and it's kind of a, a twist a little bit on your same question is, you know, if you were to look back six months from now, you know, what do you hope that you would have done or what, what, what would you be most proud of? Right. So it's in essence, kind of the same question you're asking is as you look back, you know, what, what do you want to remember? Um, and, and I did kind of answer that a little bit in my previous question, but I really think, you know, during this time, I want to reflect back. And so one thing that I've started doing during this time is start a a blessings or a gratitude journal. And I always thought about doing it and just never took the time, never, you know, oh, I'll, I'll get to that, you know, some other time or, or ah, it's too late or there was nothing that was good today. So I, you know, I don't have anything to write down. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have started a blessings or a gratitude journal. And so my hope is that going forward, I continue to be gracious to others, show gratitude to others count my blessings that I have every day. Um, Because if it wasn't for this time, Tony, honestly, I don't know if I would have done that, Mm -hmm. you know, because I always thought about it and never did it. And now during this time of where it's just slowed down, it's quieter. It's, you know, you're just with your family more. You start to really think about what is most important. And my hope is, is that, you know, as I look back on this experience that I take away these, these blessings and these little things, which are the big things, right. Um, Mm -hmm. that I take away these things 
going forward. And I just remember them. I remember these small moments in time with my family, with my kids, with my husband, with, you know, just remember to be thankful for that or just for this time. Because to be honest, we'll never get this, this type of time back again. So it's such Mm -hmm. a window of opportunity, I think, for so many of us as people to reflect on what type of, you know, humans do we want to be after this? And so I hope I, I hope I emerge a better human. Mm -hmm. I'm sure all of us will at least improve some way after this learning from uh, being home with our family members and being stuck with them this entire time. (laughs) Just how probably you feel being stuck home with your brother, right? Exactly. Yes. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, Thank you very much for letting me talk to you. I really appreciate you taking your time out of your day. Yeah, thanks, Tony. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. Thank you very much for listening to Episode 3 of Corona Quandaries. I hope you enjoyed. Stay safe out there.